Hey, this is Cecil and Marsha Garrett. We are back and keeping it one hundred. Babe, I was thinking about. Um, I put a post up a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it basically the post was pretty much talking about how life can just quickly spiral out of control. And we and, know firsthand on how that can happen. Yeah. So the pace post was basically like you lose your job, mm-hmm. then you get evicted. Lord and I when must. you get evicted, you can't find another place to go. If you can't find another place to go, um, you 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 lose your job. Mm-hmm. If you lose your job, you can't take care of your kids. If you can't take care of your kids, you get hotline. <laughs> if you get hotline, you're mm-hmm. stuck. You know, <laughs> one snowball after another. And basically, that's hard to deal with when you're, especially when you're married and have children. When I saw that post, babe, it brought tears to my eyes because we were in there. It's probably gonna make me cry today. I'm trying not to, <laughs> mm-hmm. because that was basically like the story of our life. Yeah. When we first got together, like mm-hmm. even when we first got married. Yes. Um, about a year after we got married, you gonna cry too? Mm. I'm gonna be good and be strong. <laughs> we ain't gonna cry on this episode because God has. Yeah. God has been good to us. Yes. But yeah. um, the reason being, my wife yeah. is tearing up and crying the way she is, is because we early on in our Man. a lot of people don't like to talk about evictions. Yeah. Addictions happen. It's, it doesn't have to be a part of your life, but sometimes it does. It happens. You know, and let's just put it like this. It didn't happen just once. <laughs> it happened like 12 times. Can you say 12? It happened like 12 times, but, you know, we had like at least 12 evictions, mm-hmm. five repossessions. You got laid off of work like three times, if I'm counting right. Yeah. I think like three job layoffs. And that's what I was going to go back to was when we first got together and you had a really good job. Yes. Like the best <clears throat> benefits, almost paying 100% of yes. health and dental yes. and anything time, like uh, almost a month off of work. I mean, mm-hmm. you had a good job. And right when we got married and I got pregnant and had Taylor, we were on our way home with Taylor. Mm-hmm. The van stopped <laughs> and uh, the engine had went out on the van that we had. So you couldn't get us home with with our new baby mm-hmm. and shortly after that you lost your job yeah and the, the talk about that it's it's got my tongue tied no, right. <laughs> but uh it was like I what in the world is going on yeah why one thing happened after another and uh we didn't know at the beginning i'll just say this now god knew what was going on and and we have to be um stronger enough to be able to handle uh, what's going to happen in our life later on. Mm-hmm. So this leads up to later on. Mm-hmm. But talking about those evictions, being a man, it's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're trying to take care of your family and then you feel uh, slighted, you feel ashamed, mm-hmm. and you don't want to talk about it with nobody. And my family, my siblings, my mother, my uncles, my cousins, not one in my family knew I was going through this because yeah. I made sure that they didn't know. Yeah. Not that they would be like, oh, you know, you're worthless and all that or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I was embarrassed. Yeah. 
yeah. to say anything. Right. So I left it all in my wife's hand <laughs> to let her family know. Oh, God. You know, and that's that was wrong. That was terrible. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> but I was so, because uh, yeah. my yeah. family, uh, they are mm-hmm. strong people. They'll say what they mean, mean what they say. And that's a good thing. It's not a bad thing, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to hear hear what you say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got, you got laid off. Mm-hmm. And that's my point is that's kind of what the, that's what started our spiral Yeah. from there. So you got laid off. Mm-hmm. We didn't know what to do. Yeah. I wasn't working. Um, so that was our only income. Yes. And that was that started our first eviction. Yeah, it did. So you know, we, yeah. I was blessed to have a job working at a pharmaceutical <clears throat> company. Um, I'm not educated from college or anything, just a high school graduate. And uh, I was blessed to get a job that paid uh, a, a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and every March, we got a bonus check. Uh, I think it was $1,300. Mm-hmm. And that was be not part of taxes it's just they have what they call profit sharing mm-hmm. and and this job gave us a $1,300 check every March for it because the profits were so good mm-hmm. you know uh, so in saying that you know a lot of times you can take advantage or take for granted the job that you have or position that you have mm-hmm. and nothing is, is for free you have to make sure that you maintain what you're supposed to do with mm-hmm. these jobs and unfortunately, I was not. I was young. I wasn't thinking straight. Mm-hmm. And and it finally caught up with me. You're talking about somebody crying over a job, mm-hmm. I dropped mm-hmm. a lot of tears. <laughs> you cried and then you also went into a slight depression. Yes, I did. You went into a slight depression behind that. And yeah, because you're saying you met, you are pregnant too? And yeah. Like, oh. I didn't know how to deal with that. We weren't as... I guess if you want to say we spiritual now, mm-hmm. we weren't as spiritual then as we are now. Or wise. So not by the least bit. So when mm-hmm. you went into a depression, I didn't know how to communicate with you. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know, get it together. Yeah. And I want to say you this, know. dear, right quick. And that's the beginning <laughs> of uh, our marriage. Mm-hmm. And and like we said on the last podcast, we were married early. We got married. So we didn't yeah. know each other like mm-hmm. we should have known mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. So how could she actually react to me? Because I'm new to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I married you. I said, we said in, the, in mm-hmm. one of the podcasts that we didn't, we weren't even thinking about life together spiritually. Mm-hmm. We were just thinking about ourselves when we got yeah. married. So be, I married you because I was tired of taking care of myself. Yes. And then here you are with no job. Uh-huh. Now we got a new baby. <laughs> and mm. getting evicted. Mm, mm, mm. I couldn't process that. Yeah. I'm like, I could have did this by myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bringing in extra you know, weight and extra people. And what's that. going on here? You know, but so, one thing I can say, it never happened. Our stuff never got thrown out. Yeah. We always able to get our things out of there for it got really ugly. Yeah, that's you know, true. It got close mm-hmm. a couple of times. It got close, but, we, you know, we was able to uh, salvage everything. But we want to talk about how do you handle that? When you feel like the odds are stacked against you. Yes. What I do mean, you do? Because for us, mm-hmm. it, 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 it was like a every year thing. 
Yeah. It was like, okay, on our feet. Or what? Dear, mm. like, because we've been where we are now for what, eight years? Yes. So literally almost every year, every year and a half or so, mm-hmm. we were getting evicted. You know, when I look at this, one thing I found out that doesn't work for us mm-hmm. is renting. The second thing doesn't work for us is working for a temporary service. Yeah, mm-hmm. They make promises mm-hmm. that you're going to get this job. I worked at uh, Colgate, mm-hmm. and I was working through a temp agency, and they was paying me about 20 I don't know, $25 an hour at that time. And uh, guaranteed, you know, they guaranteed me a job after 90 days. Mm-hmm. You know, so 90 days came, and I applied for the job. And I told the lady, I said, I don't have all my uh, references because they really check your references where you work. I said, I want to make sure I get these dates right. I have everything written mm-hmm, down. Mm-hmm. She said, oh, don't worry about that. That's mm-hmm. not important. The next day they called me and told me, you falsified documents. Yeah, I and I was that. so hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I just told that lady, I got to go home and get mm-hmm. the." I should have just went with my first heart and went and did it and came back. Mm-hmm. I was so tired for working 12-hour shift. And when I got out for the morning, I just want to go home and go to sleep. So I believed her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can never get on your feet mm. uh, after the first job that you had when we first got together. It's like mm-hmm. we could, you could never regain your footing for some yeah. reason. And I just didn't understand. We were tithers. Mm-hmm. We were tithers. Um, and I'm not saying, now God has been good to us because we're tithers. Yes. But then clearly the Lord was working on something through us because yeah. we're here today with a podcast, keeping it 100, mm-hmm. talking about the story healed from our past. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're still tithers and now we're able to see the benefits and the fruit of being tithers. My Lord. Even when we tied then and we didn't see a quick turnaround, mm-hmm. God has turned that thing around now and that mm. tithing is bigger than not getting evicted. Yeah. Tithing because we tithe and we were getting evicted I know I'm going on a tangent, but I got it. Mm-hmm. But because we tied and we were getting evicted, we stayed together. That's right. And I believe that our tie did that. Mm-hmm. Our kids stayed healthy. Yeah. Um, we didn't never, lose our mind. We never missed a meal. We didn't miss a meal. So pay your mm-hmm. tides. Yeah. <laughs> when you when you evicted and when you're not. Yeah. <clears throat> but, so one thing I yeah. wanted to say to men that's listening, you know, it can get heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, as a man, because you want to be that protector, that provider. And uh, when you can't do those things, it slights you. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel like you're less than. But you're not less than. It's just it's just a test mm-hmm. that you're going through. Mm-hmm. And he will see you through if you follow these instructions. Mm-hmm. Don't lose your head. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Yeah. Don't attack each other. That's yeah. number two. Be faithful in the, the things that you've done before. Mm-hmm. What works and what doesn't work? Mm-hmm. Okay, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong? If you figure it out right then and there, this didn't work for us. Mm-hmm. Let's do something different mm-hmm. now. And if you can, if you can fathom that in your mind, then mm-hmm. yes, you can make it. Yeah, and we did make it. Mm-hmm. It was a long process, but we did Come make on. it. It's kind of going back to like just some of the story. Like we, it was, it was rough mm-hmm. getting through those times. I mean. Thinking about the evictions, yes, you're right. Yeah. None of our stuff was ever put out on the, on the curb. Yeah. We were very close at least three times to our mm-hmm. stuff getting put out. Uh, but I recall mm-hmm. once we ended up moving in with my mom for a short period of time. Yeah. We ended up moving in with one of our very, very, very good friends for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. We were in and out of hotels. 
um, because I owned the preschool and the academy also at that time, mm. we were able to share a space with the preschool and the academy yeah. at one point. Yeah. And uh, in that commercial building was just commercial. I remember us mm. um, taking I can't the, remember how many feet that small building was, but it was... 850. <laughs> it was 850 Ooh, square God. feet. Just imagine all our stuff, plus the preschool mm -hmm. in this building. Yeah. But we made it happen. We were taking baths and totes. Mm -hmm. We were taking baths and totes. And uh, you're going to cry in your Kleenex? Yeah, I'm good. I'm okay. good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we made it. Yeah. We made it. Um, we got we got hotline mm -hmm. a couple times yes. in the midst of going through that. Yes. But we made it. Busy Bozzy. Busy body people study saying, what can we do? Because that's where we are in life. Yeah. When we uh, we say when we say we want to help somebody, we mean it. Yeah. We, you know, not trying to get boast or, or trying to get accolades or anything like that. We want to be able to help somebody because there's a lot of people going through. Mm -hmm. You know, it ain't always about financial. It could be spiritual. It could be. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, just a brother, just say, hey, man, you know, you can do this. I know it looks bleak right now, mm -hmm. but, you know, keep your head up. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's not just cliche things to say. Make sure that you're saying it mm -hmm. from your heart, you know, because there's so many people that be hurting, mm -hmm. you know, and trying to figure out life. And then that's when the devil come in and have you turning on each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as we weren't... Um... Like, there were several times that we kind of started looking at each other as the enemy. It's oh kind of like, you know. What did I get myself into? Yeah. And that started a whole issue of, were we supposed Blame to get married? You know, mm -hmm. What's going on here? What are you supposed to be doing? What could you be doing better? Even, you know, why mm -hmm. aren't you working? I tried to get a job. Mm. I tried to get a job. And dang on, child care providers <laughs> want to take everybody's money Every expensive so we have four kids in daycare and so my paycheck was going all to daycare mm -hmm. and uh, just a small portion of yours mm -hmm. so it just wasn't beneficial for me to go to work yeah. and that's when i started yeah. really the preschool and academy in full force yeah. <gasps> jesus is texting again okay <laughs> i wanted to say this you know uh when my oldest was uh, born, just going back a little bit before I met Marsha, mm -hmm. and uh, I was, had a job, the same job that I had before I met her, and Michael was with uh, with me, mm -hmm. and uh, he's around about uh, 11, mm -hmm. no, 10, 11 years old, I say 10, mm -hmm. and because uh, it was right before I met you. Well, he had to be nine then. Yeah. We got married when he yeah, was 10. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was nine. Mm -hmm. Oh my God! I'm about to say something. The people were like, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> no. I had to be at work at twelve midnight, and I couldn't find nobody to watch mm -hmm, him. Mm -hmm. So Michael said out of his mouth, "Dad, mm -hmm. I'm okay. Mm -hmm. Go to work." <laughs> you know, uh, the job was only five minutes away. Mm -hmm. You know, so I can swing back home and check on him, and then go back to work. And I did that. Mm -hmm. And I was always so terrified that something were. was going to happen to my son. But to the grace of God, nothing mm -hmm. ever happened. I am not saying anybody ever do that. Please Absolutely. don't 
don't I'll do that. Words, yeah. I uh, I yeah. did what I had to do. I felt like I had to do it that mm-hmm. way. But uh, it worked out. Uh, he's a great man. He has a great family, and he's doing good. Yeah, and in that post, babe, you you know you brought that up because there's a lot of parents mm-hmm. in situations that are just really tough. Yeah, that they don't like. What do you What do you do? Yeah. What decision do you make? Especially if you can't in our situation, mm-hmm. we couldn't afford daycare. Yeah. What? So what do you do? You know, sometimes people just in a situation where they got to leave their kid. Mm-hmm. Not saying like you like that's okay don't be on you know don't take us as if that's okay to do but that doesn't make them a bad parent deserving Mm -hmm. of a hotline yeah one thing i'll say i did have an aunt that was watching but she was so far away Mm -hmm. i had to drive all the way down to the city to do you know drop them off at midnight uh so i can be well drop them off about 11 30 so i can be at work by midnight and uh, i was doing that for us for for a while Mm -hmm. but then it got to a point where i was getting running late for work because people don't want to answer the door and i'm Mm -hmm. like oh god what to do Mm -hmm. you know not blaming anybody that's that's my kid Mm -hmm. and i had to Mm -hmm. make sure so what i'm saying is uh, you have to make sure that you have a good village with you that can help you with your kids Mm -hmm. keep peace with your family is what i'm saying amen because when things happen Mm -hmm. they the kids suffer Mm mm-hmm Mainly, kids suffer mm-hmm. when you can't get along with your family. That's the craziest thing mm-hmm. because the key word is, we still family. Amen. And they love you. And they love you. Your family <coughs> loves you. Mm-hmm. My family loves me. We have a lot of, we learned in this season that we have a lot of people that love us. It was crazy <sighs> then um, because, I mean, mm-hmm. just going back, the, the bottom line, the truth is there were a lot of busybody people. So, yeah, I, my word from this moment is don't be a busybody. Yeah. Find out what people need. You yeah. don't know what they're going through. And being a busybody on top of a person already going through can just add a lifetime of mm-hmm. turmoil. It can separate families. It can cause stress and strain in a marriage. Yes. It can cause kids to be pulled away from good people. Oh, they're I good understand. parents. Mm-hmm. So seek it out. Go to God. Yeah. Go to God first. See what yeah. he's saying to you to say. Yeah. And I'll I just say another thing. And mm-hmm. that led up to us looking like we did. Every time we looked for a place to live, mm-hmm. we also was making sure it was a place for Garrett Academy at that time. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, that's the way we did. That's the way we wrote. Mm-hmm. We wanted to make sure that both our home and our business was still functioning the way it should at 100%. In the midst of our evictions, we still had parents following us. Mm-hmm. In one particular case, the yard was nothing but mud. Mm. And oh, I remember must... when the snow and the rain would come, the parents bringing their kids through the muddy yard into a house, because this was after one eviction. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a deal gone bad eviction. Yeah. And then we ended up in a house that hadn't been fixed up yet. So there was the floor that had been pulled up. So you had the carpet nails up around the, the side of the house. Oh, that must <laughs> A flood came and flooded out about 90% of our property, mm-hmm. our belongings. So it also took out power in half the house. Right. And so we had extension cords running from the front door to the kitchen and then from the bathroom to our bedroom. Mm. And parents were still bringing their kids they into this house. In the education that was being. Brought up here at Academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
but that was a hard time for us. Mm -hmm. That was a time for me to let me know that because I was starting to feel hopeless and I was starting to feel worthless. But that was a time for me to know that people still believed in what God was doing. Mm -hmm. They still felt it was safe. To bring their children. Yeah. Um, That house flooded out. Then it got condemned. The city came and put a big red condemned sign on the door. Yeah. And we got kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Lord, I don't know what we're going to do. Then that's when we ended up finding the commercial building. Mm-hmm. That was the building where uh, the 850 square feet. And then a year later, that building caught fire mysteriously. Yeah. And we lost everything again. Mm-hmm. So I said all of that to lead up to how this stuff, how we can avoid this stuff not happening again. And one of the most practical things that we did was we got insurance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We didn't know about insurance then. Mm. We didn't know it then, but we know it now. Yes. We got insurance and we used to always say we can't afford insurance. Right. But then we had to learn that we can't afford to not have insurance. That's right. Reality was set in and and give you a reality check real yeah. quick. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to make sure that we follow up and and do the things right um, according to law. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, we want to make sure that we able to maintain ourselves. Not that we want to go through fires or floods mm-hmm. ever again. Mm-hmm. I don't wish that on anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, all that stuff wrapped in our head, and yet yeah, we still was able to keep our sanity. Man, we didn't lose it. You know, that's these because things. he was tired. And... Yeah, we was tired <laughs> in prayer mm-hmm. and fasting. fasting and praying, you know, yeah. and cursing. <laughs> <laughs> that was a few choice words that came out. <laughs> Most why do we ask Lord forgive me, Lord? Man, the situation was ugly. Need to be yeah. cussed at. Mm. Uh, keeping it one hundred. I mean, hey, you know, it, it's not peaches and cream. It mm-hmm. was not. Yeah, you know. I, I didn't want to hear nobody uh, say anything. Mm-hmm. You snappy. Go mm-hmm. to the grocery store. You snappy. Go mm-hmm. on. You know, people say, hey, what you saying mm-hmm. hey for? Why? You know, mm-hmm. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You all right there, bro? See, I'm like, yeah. I ain't bro see today. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm angry, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you actually had got labeled as an angry man. Yes, I uh, did. Yes, I did. You know, where we were. Mm-hmm. They labeled you as yep. just being angry. But then that goes back to what I said early on pride you know don't mm-hmm. want to let nobody know what you're going through right trying to keep it all in i'm a man i can make this happen mm-hmm. for my family mm-hmm. you know and then you feel slighted because you, your wife is calling you uh not really names but mm-hmm. making you feel like uh, what are you doing what are you gonna do i mean there's no hope here get up figure you know, something out what you are, know like i'm not yeah yeah so i hey I, I got mm-hmm. on up and started saying you know what what am i doing that's not working mm-hmm and if you have to look at your own life, I can't speak it for you, but I had to speak it for me. I said, I can't keep doing the same things over and over. And that's when I realized temps don't work for me. Temp agencies didn't work. We stayed mm-hmm. not having money, not not knowing how to manage our money. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just wasn't good for us. But one thing we also had to do aside from the fasting, the praying, the paying our tides, mm-hmm. we also had to stop believing we were the victims. We had got caught up in a victim mentality. Yes, it's so, so easy to do. Everywhere we went, I don't. We went in not. Ex- we talked last night at church about expectations. Mm-hmm. We went in expecting to get evicted. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Not necessarily saying we're going to yep. get evicted, but that, it was almost like is that crazy? Or we're what? not going to be here long. Mindset. Yeah. That was this is what true. happens to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was say how long are we going to be here so mm -hmm. I can know how to mm -hmm. plan. Well, how much mm -hmm. money I need to have for storage? Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> that was that's crazy. Because people have burned us. I Dang, some I'll say some was crazy. our fault, but a lot of it was not our fault. That's crazy. People saying, "Okay, we have this rent to own home," and then they decide to sell it to somebody else while you still live in there. Yeah, and then was, you got to be that evicted. Happened once. Oh, that happened once. I think that happened twice. Did it? I yes. It happened twice. I think I just eventually went into autopilot. <laughs> I moved so much <laughs> that my body was just deteriorating from all the heavy lifting oh, that I was doing. Gosh. It was crazy. But we had to stop time. believing we were victims because we mm -hmm. really did go through a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it was hard to uh, come out of that mindset, but we did. Yeah. We began to learn that God was actually God. Mm. We weren't just... We just had, we had to stop being religious. Mm -hmm. Amen. And feel, actually feel with faith and know who God was. Amen. We had to start speaking the truth over our life and our circumstance. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's, I think you had talked about scripture, yeah. uh, maybe in a different podcast. Mm -hmm. But that's when we start posting up scriptures. Yeah. In our house. All and we around. got that from our last church. They mm -hmm. did that during the 21 days prayer fast yeah so we start posting scriptures up around our house to yeah. remind ourselves called the prayer stations is what they call mm -hmm. it. yeah mm -hmm. so that was another practical thing that we had to do Amen. it was a mindset but then we had to change our perspective about money mm -hmm. and how yeah. god saw us yeah so i'm making our money work for us and so that's working for the absolutely because you was working three jobs at a time yeah and we were still getting evicted is that crazy? That's crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We had more than enough coming in. And it still happened. Because we, our yeah. mindset, mm -hmm. we couldn't we couldn't move out of where we were. And then I kept saying, oh, because of the daycare and the preschool, I don't know when the parents are going to pay me. Yeah. So we just stuck. Mm -hmm. We had to change our perspective about how money worked and how God saw us. We had to realize that God wanted us to be wealthy yeah. and that he wanted us to be prosperous. Mm -hmm. We found that in our the church that we're at. They taught us a lot on how to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and then another thing we had to do was stop making decisions based on our family hooks. Yeah. Or our feelings. Yeah, and our feelings. What was familiar? What was comfortable? Okay. What when you say easy. family hooks, they might not know exactly what you mean. Like, so. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the insurance. Mm -hmm. That was a family hook. Okay. Um, our family, mm -hmm. in my family, I learned to take tags off a different car and put them on the new car. Mm -hmm. yeah. And in my family, I learned to go down to Joe in the hood mm -hmm. to get your registration. <laughs> if your car wasn't going to pass inspection. That's right. That's right. That's a family hook. And we carried that into our relationship. Mm -hmm. I think that was a hook for you too. Yes, it was. So when we came in, we thought it was it was buying time is what we thought. That's it was what doing. we was doing. So getting a car properly registered mm -hmm. was not what we did. Mm -hmm. We didn't do that, um, but we had to come out of that mindset because yes, that's a whole nother podcast. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> we did we did husband wife jail time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Riding around yes. in cars with the wrong tags Lord, and expired sense. tags. Yeah. So yeah. and that's when I was exposed <laughs> to another thing. I didn't know about uh, salvage titles. Oh gosh. You know, and so when I bought a car and this guy gave me a salvage title mm-hmm. and I didn't know I had to take it to uh, the uh, highway patrol yeah, was for them to, to, to uh, inspect this. Make sure according to this car is qualified to be able to drive on the road. Needs to say it was not. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, that was wild. It's just a lot that that we had to go through. But look at us today. That's where we're going to fall out of. Yeah. This is where we are today. Mm-hmm. In the middle of it. Yeah. And we got to make sure that we make, maintain that because God is good. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. some things was self-inflicted. Some mm-hmm. things was, was uh, passed on. Yeah. And like we said, and they are hooks. That's right. That make you think that this is the way life is supposed to be. It's not supposed to be that way. Mm-hmm. We're not main, We're not here to break the law. We're, we're here to make sure that we okay. follow the law. Bro, come on. That's very true. Mm-hmm. And it's not like we wanted to be lawbreakers, but if that's what you were trained to do. Yeah, yeah. And you were trained to do that because you were taught how to survive. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everything that we did, it comes from not putting any stipulations that's or right. uh, things on our parents that's or anything. That's right. That's right. But they was put in the same situation. That's right. We felt like that we had to do it this way because this is the way it is. Absolutely. You know, so we look for the, the uh, easy way instead of the practical way. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I know we kind of getting close to our 30 minutes, but another thing we did was we got into a healthy tithing environment. Mm-hmm. Believe that where we began to tie that was a very prosperous environment. Yeah. Our church is very prosperous yes. and they bless, they pray in a way mm-hmm. that aids in bringing prosperity, the prosperity blessing. Yeah. And the church they, we yeah. in has let us see that it's not about uh, uh, monetary gifts. It's mm-hmm. about spiritual gift mm-hmm. and uh, how do you use them in, in the practical way. And I just love that what we're getting now is, is special. Not that we didn't get a lot from the That's right. the last church, but we did. Mm-hmm. I would never ever say that I didn't get anything. That would be a bald faced lie. Yeah, there was a whole lot we got. We learned a lot about character mm-hmm. in that church and how so, to get ourselves right, how to be committed, how to mm-hmm. pers- how to be dedicated. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. But when it's time, your time is up. Your time is up. That's it. Yeah. Um, another thing I love about where we are now is that we're educating ourselves more financially. Mm-hmm. Um, so educating yourself financially, mm-hmm. connecting with people who are prosperous spiritually. Yeah. And financially, and then investing in other people. Yeah. We've always done that. Mm-hmm. We always had open door. No matter what, we invested in other people. Even when we didn't know what our last meal was. Remember that time we got to go. Mm-hmm. Remember that time we was like the woman that had uh, in the Bible. Mm-hmm. She said, like, I'm going to eat this last piece of bread and I'm going to die. Right. Remember that day we had our po' man meal spaghetti. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm going to fix this pot of spaghetti and we're going to die. And then the kids, being who they are, invited people over for dinner. Oh, Lord. I was trying to figure out how to stretch it for just us and the kids that invited their cousin mm-hmm. to go eat with us. And what happened? It was more than it enough. It was more than enough. 
and we ended up getting an abundance of food. See, and never, we oh, even to this day we yeah, still. That's another, share, but, yeah. another episode of Garrett's uh, talking about their life. Man, <laughs> we thank you. We uh, ask that God will bless everyone that listen. This is a word. What do you want to leave the people with today, babe? What was the point of this episode? You can you go through a lot of things, but know this. If you believe that you can uh, get out of it, then you can. Because speak those things as though they are mm-hmm. is really, really important. Mm-hmm. You can get out of this. You can. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be stuck where you are. Mm-hmm. Get those hooks out of your family Come that on. have uh, tr- uh, kept you captured. You you are right now are free Amen. to be all you can be in Jesus. Man, keeping it one hundred.